Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong moms, welcome back to another episode. And I want you to really think about this. Are you punishing yourself into your dream body or are you loving yourself into a body you're proud of? This has been my motto of lately and I have come to realize it's actually the biggest underlying factor in what I want to share with women. And I had this aha moment like a couple of weeks ago and that this is actually the biggest shift that happened in my journey, that this is the real mission behind everything that I shared. It finally just kind of like clicked, like this is really what my want my message to be. This is actually what my message has been. And it made it really crystal clear on what my mission is. And, you know, what really helped me come fully to this realization is this self-love uh, lesson that I'm going through right now. Um, I am getting, or I have decided to get my breast implants removed, which is actually happening in three weeks on May 22nd. And I have had some people ask me, oh my gosh, how are you going to handle this change in your physique considering that fitness and your body is such a part of your identity? And it really started making me think about the way that I see myself and the love that I have for myself. And to be completely honest, when I got these implants in eight years ago, I didn't love my body. I got them because I wanted, um, I thought it would make me feel more feminine. I was actually very insecure about my not even an A cup boobs, (laughs) to be completely honest. And, you know, during my 20s, I actually enjoyed, they enjoyed them. Like they did make me feel more feminine. Just for the record, I'm 32 now. And you know, like I've been telling people, I'm like, yeah, well, I got my, you know, I got my use out of them. Um, but a lot has changed. Like since I got my implants and in these last eight years, um, you know, I have had a mindset shift. A mindset shift really happened when I started loving a body that made me proud. Like I, when I first got them, you know, when I first started my fitness journey, I was really all about like punishing myself into this dream body, going about weight loss in the way that we have been traditionally taught is how we do that, which is very restrictive, willpowering through, motivation through that whole thing. And I started realizing, um, you know, for one, I realized that didn't work. It didn't give me the body I wanted. Um, yeah, sure. You know, I, um, was a low weight. I was a size two, but I still didn't like my body. Um, It wasn't until I decided to start focusing on health. It wasn't until I decided that I was going to nurture and love, you know, love my body and what it was capable of that I really started to appreciate and love my body for what it was. And, you know, a lot also kind of going back to this whole body positive thing. Um, you know, I know this is a really big movement right now. And I started thinking about this, you know, because I really am about 
body positivity in the sense of loving your body, nurturing a body, your your body and all health and all that. But there's a lot of people in this body positive movement that say or think that there is no room for weight loss and fitness in being body positive. Like we should just be happy with the body we have right now. And it started making me think, well, am I being a, like, am I being a hypocrite? Because I do feel like you should love your body right now, right? Um, but I also believe you should be striving to want to be your best self. And it really had, I really had to sit there and think about that aspect too, about what do I really, how do I really feel about this? And it made me re-go back and visit why I started this journey. What changed? What happened? And it made me realize that what I truly believe is that if you are not happy with your body, that is a reflection of how you feel about your whole self, not just your body. And on top of that, you know, it is you not being aligned with your best self. Now, I'm going to break that down, too, because I don't think that means that we all need to be a size two. I don't think that's not what health looks like. Skinny is not healthy. That's a big misconception. And just because you're not a size two doesn't mean you're unhealthy. Yet, I don't think that being obese is healthy either, right? And so the way that I see this um, going about weight loss and all that, I see that really as just a side effect of becoming in alignment with who you're meant to be, taking care of your body, showing up for you, you know, those are the things that you learn along the journey, right? It starts off a lot of the times like we're just trying to, we just want to look a certain way. And then you start realizing it goes way more deeper than that, especially as women too, because we are so, we're such emotional people. And I don't think, um, you know, when it comes to you wanting to get fit, wanting to lose weight, sure, at first it might seem like that's all you care about, but just because you you want those things doesn't necessarily mean that you have to hate your body. You know, you don't have to hate them, your body in order to reach what you want. And what I also wanted to talk to y'all about today or to you is really about this idea of how are we going about weight loss and fitness? Because to me, that is really the one big thing that could be making the actually be the determining factor between, you know, using restriction and self-hate to drive a goal that will never be sustainable or attainable to creating a sustainable way of living and being that makes you feel comfortable in your own skin and helps you reach your highest potential. Like this, this is, that's the determining factor. And let's kind of talk more about this whole loving yourself into a body that you're proud of. At first, it sounds like, it sounds really Pinterest worthy, right? Like a Pinterest worthy quote, quote, but it's really more than that. And if you are somebody that is so caught up in like the hows and the application, you're so do, 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 willpower through, restriction, restriction, I want you to take a minute to take a deep breath and sincerely ask yourself, how is that working for you? How's that diet working for you? How's that exercise plan? Really, what's the underlying reason of why you're doing this? And I'm really going to be bold enough to say that a majority of you you know, starting, if you're starting off losing weight or if you, whatever part of your journey you're in, that 
at one point in time, if you're still not doing that, you did that through restriction. It's just how we've been taught. It's just the way that, you know, we go about this. And this past Saturday in my Facebook group, if you haven't joined already, it's called the Mom is the New Strong Nutrition Club. And every weekend on Saturday, I do a mini Facebook live training. And this week, the past weekend's um, Facebook live, I talked about how restriction sets us up to binge and what to do about it. So we know restriction doesn't work yet. We keep trying it. You know, we go through restriction, then binge, then self guilt, then punishing ourselves back into restricting again. And just we continue this vicious cycle. And I used to use food for years as a punish as punishing myself. Like this was part of why I struggled with eating disorders. And I saw that what I ate was a reflection of my self-worth but food is just food sure there are foods that are healthier than others but it's just a it's it's a it's just a fact right that there are healthier foods but because you eat an unhealthy food doesn't mean you're bad yet we place those labels on ourselves we see what we eat as a moral issue and you know I'm not going to go into complete detail if you want to learn more about that or to kind of dive into that more then I really highly suggest you go to my Facebook um, group and you listen to that Facebook live I'll put that in the notes but the point being is when we punish or restrict ourselves into our dream body it just sets us up for failure it sets us up for self-guilt it sets us up to hate ourselves more and I truly believe like that is not that's not a sustainable way you know if you truly want to nurture something you have to love that thing if you don't love it it's gonna get hard to show up and push through and willpower through to love something or to nurture something you don't love and it truly takes nurturing yourself showing up for yourself to live healthy to lose weight to become your best self so how do we make this change it's quite simple but it's not easy. Never is easy, right? A lot of the times the solutions are simple, but it's not easy. It's really you have to change your mindset on how you're approaching this, right? Um, so it's it, like I said, um, the whole body positive thing, you know, I really truly feel like there is a place for us to want to be our best selves and love ourselves through it. Regard, like th- this is, like I said, I think the, if you follow anybody in the body positive um, way of living, like I've, I've been kind of diving into that to kind of see what that realm is about. A lot of them don't think there is room for weight loss and getting fit. And, you know, the more I think about it, the more it kind of goes hand in hand. Like it's really not about weight loss. Like, yes, we make this whole getting fit thing and um, all that about a lot of the times it is it's it's labeled as being focused towards weight loss. But I really feel like that is just the side effect of what fitness and taking care of your body can really do for you. And um you know, like I, I feel like when you're not in your best self, you know, you can't, I feel like you can't be your best self unless you are healthy, unless you're taking care of yourself, unless you have self-care. And, um, you know, we need to reverse how we see those things. And not only that is start and stop trying to, this is where my my image of body positivity comes into mind and comes into place is we need to stop trying to chase after a perfect body. We need to 
stop, um, you know, looking at somebody else and, and being like, that's who I want to look like. That's what I want to look like. That is the perfect body. That is what I'm striving for. Because the reality of it is, is you can do the same exact workout plan, eat the same exact way as that woman, but you're not going to look like her. And I think that's a beautiful thing because how boring would it be if we all look the same and really start, we need to stop idolizing those women's bodies and 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 really start thinking about like being our best self because just because you can't you won't ever look like whatever that woman is that you're idolizing doesn't mean that you can't be the best version of yourself a sexy version a fit version a healthy version and you know what I think that's more beautiful because that's unique that's you like that's you being your best self but I also don't think that we need to think that our best selves means that we just don't have any flaws because the the truth is you can be the most the most fittest women in the world have flaws the most beautiful women like based on you know (laughs) what society says they all have flaws because we're human right there's a reason we're we're human we're on this earth we're not perfect if we were perfect we wouldn't be here (laughs) you know and so we need to um stop striving for a dream body for a perfect body and start striving for a body that makes us proud, a body that we are proud of, flaws and all, because of what it's capable of, because we love it, because we show up for ourselves, because we nurture it, you know? So a lot of it is starts with that whole self-love aspect, that coming um, part. It, you can be unhappy with your body, but still love it, I think. Like, I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive, Um, You can be striving to make yourself better, but it doesn't mean you have to hate yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to hate the body you're in. Because to be honest, I'm always striving for my best self, right? Because, um, but I'm doing it out of a place of I want what's best for me. I'm, I'm loving myself. I want to be the best version of me. I'm not doing it because I hate my body. I'm not doing it because I am trying to punish myself into a body that is just not mine at all, right? So the way that you go about it, right, we can still have the same end result that the journey can be completely different based on our mindset. And I, I, like I said, I really believe that's a determining factor on can you make this a sustainable lifestyle or not? Because if you're going about this in, in a healthy mindset of I'm trying to like love myself in a body I'm proud of, you're not going to do things to yourself that are severely restrictive. You're not going to do restrictive diets. You're not going to punish yourself with tons of cardio. You're just not going to do that because that's not a loving way to go about about weight loss and also and, and like we already know 95% of diets fail like that's not sustainable to do things restrictive so if you don't even do those things you find something that's a loving healthy way you're more likely to sustain that which means you're going to have sustainable results um and you know and also come coming back to just this whole thing that we don't have to be a size two to be healthy. We don't have to be a size two to feel sexy, to be a healthier version of ourselves. You know, our bodies, if you're nurturing it and you're loving it and you're doing these things, however your body, I mean, who's to say, I don't know what your body is going to look like, but I promise you it's, it's going to be a healthy version of you, right? If, if, and we don't focus on just the weight loss, but nurture ourselves. And we have to be okay with that. Like we have to accept our bodies are the way they are. There's things about my body I've had to accept that just 
are, are are what it is you know like I still have cellulite I have pale skin and spider veins growing up I hated my legs like I hardly wore shorts and I grew up in South Texas guys where it's 116 degrees normally during the summer and I still refused to wear shorts half the time and I dreaded even wearing a bathing suit when I was a size zero during my whole eating disorder phase when I was younger like a size zero guy is like and I still had body issues at my lowest point on the scale I was 90 pounds and I still hated the way I looked I weigh 30 pounds more now I (laughs) have more body fat um I have more muscle too but I like the way I look more and I'm okay with my flaws like now the the truth is I still have pale skin I actually have more spider veins now after having two kids but I'll wear spandex booty shorts to the gym or, or, you know, I'll wear shorts during the summertime and totally fine with that. And I've accepted that that's me. Those are my flaws, right? Of course, um, the cellulite has gotten better and exercise helped with that, but it's still there and it is what it is. It doesn't mean that I'm any less fit. It doesn't mean that, you know, you, you, we have to look at, fitness differently in the sense that you don't have to have a perfect body to consider yourself fit (laughs) you know who really who's to say what the standard you don't have to have six-pack abs to be considered a fit guys I've had six-pack abs before and it was fun to do like a challenge but I was like eh, it's not that big of a deal it wasn't like it's not something that I want to sustain. I mean, that means I can't eat as much Mexican food or or whatever. I have to be more strict and I'd rather live life, you know, and I'm fine with that. I don't have to have that in my head to identify myself as a fit person, you know, and I'm a personal trainer, <laughs> you know, um, I've, out of anybody, I sh- that's something I should be really striving for, but you know, the same thing with bikini competitions, guys, I will never do stuff like that. I won't do competitions. I've had people come up to me in the gym and like, my gosh, you train so hard. Like you look pretty good. Do you, do you compete? And I'm like, no, like this is my therapy session. I do this because I like to, I'm not going to do it, push myself and be that extreme on myself. Um, just so I can stand on a stage for somebody to tell me if I look good or not and to pinpoint everything that I need to fix. Like, (laughs) no, And, uh, and people's, and people spend a lot of money to do that and I get it like if that's your thing that's that's cool it's just not mine I just don't see a point in it like why do I like I do this for fun I do this for me I do this as my therapy I do this to um because I enjoy it you know I'm not saying that those people don't but like I said it's just not my thing it's not really what I want to stand for and to be completely honest some of those women are very, very unhealthy. It's not it's not healthy to be at super low body fat percentages. Those women don't look like that all the time. Some of those women really yo-yo diet back and forth and do very unhealthy things to look that way. Just because somebody is skinny, thin, has six-packs abs does not mean they're healthy. And we should really be thinking about our health first, mentally and physically. So let's go back to the how. Like, how do you get started? You know, maybe you're somebody that has been doing restricted dieting. You've been um, doing excessive cardio or purging in some way or replacing meals with uh, shakes and, and just being hungry all the time and using willpower and pushing through. Like, how do we... How do we start loving ourselves into a body that we're proud of, right? Um, This is really hard. This is really hard, especially if you are somebody that doesn't love themselves. Like I've been there. I used to be very, oh, I I had a lot of self-hatred. I had a lot of things that I did out of self-harm. I abused alcohol. I cut myself. Um, I used food as a way to um, punish myself myself. 
And, you know, it really was as very simple things that compounded over time. Now, keep in mind, I've been doing this for years now, right? And I still practice self daily practices of self-love. Really, it started with me simply just the self-talk, how to stop, right? Like the negative self-talk is what I really first started on. I would look at myself in the mirror and smile instead of grabbing at my fat and looking at my cellulite, picking out and picking apart everything that I didn't like. I just stopped that and I would just smile at myself. Wouldn't even look at myself, <laughs> my body. I would just smile at myself. Then it started with me looking in the mirror and trying to find something I liked about myself, you know, really focusing on those things. And that's something that I still do to this day when I look in the mirror, like, I'll be completely honest, I'll be checking myself out and I'll be like looking at those things that I really admire about myself. And it it was just those little things over time that built up. And I know it sounds or it feels like it can be quite impossible if all your life you've always picked apart yourself. Um, But it really starts with your thoughts because your thoughts will your emotions come from your thoughts and your actions come from emotion. So if we can change how we think then we can change our actions and we can control or we can change our emotions. Um, and another thing that really helped me was or a big shift happened is when I stopped going to the gym and focused on like counting calories, like getting on a treadmill and like I can't get off this treadmill till I reach so many calories, which was what I used to do when I first started going to the gym. I'd get on a, a treadmill and say, I'm not going to get off this treadmill till I reach 500 calories. And that's what I did. And just on a side note, guys, the machines, like, you know how you get on the cardio machines and it tells you how much calories you burn? Those things are so way off. I think... I looked this up before and um, I can't remember exactly. It's been a while and I don't have the best of memory. But basically the way that that is calculated is for like a 200 pound man or something like that. Like the way that they do like the calorie burning calculations on there is just it's inaccurate. And then on top of that, guys, um, you don't really know, like, it just depends on where your metabolism is at too, how much you're burning when you're doing that exercise. So it's really pointless to be using um, the machines, like how many calories burn. But that's what I've got on a side note. But when I stopped focusing on how many calories I was burning and started focusing on pushing myself to see what my body was capable of, that helped a lot too, because then I started, that's where I really started getting the confidence in myself. And that's why I have such a strong love for weightlifting. Not only is there science to back up that it's great for health, but it's in, in that it's great at building an amazing physique, but it's really great at showing you that you're uh, what your body is capable of and helping your self-esteem and your self-confidence. When I started challenging myself to see what I was capable of, when I showed up for myself day in, day out, and then conquering those challenges is what really helped me to start having the self-confidence. And it wasn't reaching like a certain number of scale or looking a certain way. And just to kind of give an example of one of these things is pull-ups. Pull-ups was a big deal for me. Like when I thought of a woman that could do a pull-up, I thought that was like ultimate badassery, like completely. And that was like a goal of mine for years when I started getting into working out or like dabbling into it. And then when I had Millie, which is my second, which is three now, I decided, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Especially when I went to, I joined a gym, they had one of those assisted pull-up machines and I was, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to learn how to do this. And when I first started, guys, it felt like it was impossible. It really did. Like trying to pull my body up, even 
assisted was was hard it was challenging and I'm like there is no way I'm gonna get to this like it really felt impossible but I stuck to it I I believed I could do it and you know I I showed up I practiced it multiple times or tried it multiple times a week and it took months it literally took months before I could get to my first unassisted pull-up but I did and I got one then I got two then I got three and then like the rest is history as they say but just by showing up for myself, um, by actually conquering that challenge, it really boosted my self-confidence and showed me that I can do anything I, that, you know, I put my mind to and that I just, I stay consistent at. If I show up, I can do it. And that's really was a big part of shifting my, um, my self-confidence and myself is when I did that. And so I really want you to start thinking about like, how can you start focusing on something else that is not, is that, is that is beyond the scale, beyond how many calories you're burning, beyond how many pounds you're losing, making your focus more about health, making your focus more about what is my, my body capable of doing, gaining strength, overcoming challenges. How can we make those the bigger wins? You know, when we focus on those things, not only that, it's like, we get those small wins and it creates more motivation. We start getting that self-confidence. We want to keep going because to be honest, there's going to be weeks where the scale's not going to be budged, especially if you're doing strength training. You might even see the scale just not really budging at all for a while when you're gaining muscle, losing body fat and it counteracting, right? Um, but not only that is if we are always making the focus on weight loss or um, looking a certain way, then you know, especially once what it happens when you reach like your goal weight, like what happens if you were to do that, then you're not like you have to find something that's going to keep you going. If we're always working on improving ourselves and seeing what our body's capable of and improving our health, like that journey is never ending. Yes, you will reach those you'll reach those minds, uh, milestones along the way, right? Um, and you celebrate those things, but it's like a journey that never ends. And we should not, we should stop seeing it as like a destination thing, like from point A to point B and just seen as like this, we are really in, to, in for the long haul. Like this is a lifelong thing full of milestones along the way. And I hope with today's episode, if anything, that I want, uh, that you're really going to really think about how you're approaching this and you're going to start realizing that you can have the perfect diet plan in front of you. You can have the perfect workout plan in front of you. But if you are not going about it in a way that is full of love, like you're nurturing yourself, you're going to be miserable for one. And <laughs> But for two, it's just not sustainable. It's not. You can't expect to nurture and love something um, or, to, you know, to improve on something that you don't, that you don't love. You can't nurture something that you don't love. And it's only going to be a matter of time before you want to give up. And then you're just going to start repeating this vicious cycle of self-hatred and you're not going to get anywhere. And you're ultimately not going to get to where you want to be because I know we all think we want to reach a certain size, right? Or a certain weight, but it's really about how are we going to feel about ourselves, that's what you want. You want to change how you feel about yourself. And I want to tell you, you want to be happy. You want to have more confidence. You you want to show up as your best self because that's really what it is. When it comes down, you want to be your best self. 
And you're not going to get there through self-hatred. You know, this is a process of learning to love yourself. If you want confidence, you have to have love. It cannot happen from negativity and self-hatred. All the things that you want to be and how you want to show up and you want to be your best self, the answer is love. And until you start doing things through self-love, it doesn't matter what weight you are. If you reach that goal or not, you're not going to get what you truly are looking for, which is happiness, which is self-confidence. That's why when I was 90 pounds and I was the lowest weight I've ever been, I was not happy because I wasn't doing, I I was lacking the love, the self-love. Like I still wasn't happy with myself and I didn't love my body. There are women that are ideal bodies, you know, and they're still not happy with themselves. So that's not the answer. Being a perfect weight, looking at the perfect weight is not the answer it's really the confidence the happiness like showing up for yourself and doing that in a loving way that's 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 the answer (laughs) that's really it so we need to stop punishing ourselves into this dream body that's unrealistic and we need to start loving ourselves into a body that we're proud of flaws and all Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mama's New Shang podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to get started, go over to mamasthenewshang.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.